Hi, I'm Colleen Nelson, licensed therapist, trauma expert, and fellow badass woman ready to rise up right alongside you. This podcast, Let the Rest Burn, is for the woman who has ignored, attacked, or even silenced her inner voice because she thought it was broken and needed to be fixed. It's for the woman who is ready to rise up and fully step into her desire, her joy, her full power, and make the impact she was destined to make. For the woman who cannot stand one more second waiting, watching, and witnessing the world crumble and is ready to rebuild and expand into a better future. For a woman who is so done trying to fix the world, she decided to start with healing herself and she let the rest burn. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Let the Rest Burn. I'm Coco Nelson. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Look at this sweet new setup I got. I'm taking this podcast stuff seriously, I'm telling you. I am loving this so much. I got myself like a sweet microphone with like the special like audio stuff and the headphones. And for any of you that aren't watching this actually like on YouTube, I have videos on YouTube so you can actually see this. (laughs) I am obsessed. It's so amazing. Uh, So welcome back. Here is the deal, y'all. We're going to change things up a little bit. We're still going to talk about the shadow archetypes every single month, but instead of doing it split into four 15-minute episodes, I'm going to do one long episode at the beginning of the month that talks about all four categories. And then throughout the month, I'm going to have guests on and I'm going to do these sweet little episodes that are based on what's happening in my life and what I'm seeing with clients and, and really honestly, what is happening out in the world. I was finding that I wasn't able to talk about what was going on with this, um, you know, kind of back-to-back shadow archetype experience that you all have been having with me. So I'm changing it up because as you know, I evolve all the time. I am shifting. I'm growing. I am learning. I am open for it. I'm here for it because I have to role model exactly what I'm teaching you, correct? So welcome back. Today, we are going to talk about why we hate asking for help. This is the shadow archetype, the ultra-independent in relationship. This is our last week that we are going to do it this format. But I'll be honest with you, this is a topic I wanted to talk about anyways. So it goes hand in hand. And I just want to get into this for a minute, right? Like I want to talk about why it's so abhorrent for us to ask for help. I know some of you are like, wait a second, Colleen, I ask for help all the time. What are you talking about? I mean, asking for help and the things that you know you need help in, but you don't want to ask for help with. Okay. So I'm going to give you an example. So let's say you're in a relationship, you're partnered up and you are like the worst at finishing chores. Like you're just the worst at it. You'll start it. You won't finish it. I'm just going to raise my hand. I like will empty half the dishwasher and walk away. I don't like literally there's nothing in me that wants to finish it. So I just abandon ship and I walk away. I'll come back around a couple hours later and finish it. But circling back to that chore takes a while. And it is something I do not do well. So in relationship, it would make sense for me to be honest and open with my partner and say, hey, this is a pattern I have. I get distracted. I get a creative urge. I decide I want to record a podcast and I leave the dishes out. I need help with this. I need help with the reminders. I need help working through this in the relationship. This is something I struggle with. If we are asking for help, we are also admitting that there's something we can't do alone. Does the ultra independent hate this? Like so much. 
because it opens us up for vulnerability, right? How often have you all experienced saying this, like actually saying, hey, I need help. Hey, I am not doing this well. Um, Hey, I'm struggling here. And then the response was not a great response. Judgment, criticism, a withdrawal of love. I am a very transparent person. You all have heard almost my whole life story on this podcast. And yet I struggle to be vulnerable, right? So I can tell you all the things. I can say on here, hey guys, listen, this really, this happened. This was really hard. This I struggled with this and I can say it. And yet I'm not being vulnerable with you. Vulnerability requires me to emotionally invest myself into the statement I'm saying. Now, I have been emotionally vulnerable on this podcast, okay? I have. This is a place that I've actually shown up and been the most vulnerable in my career. I I struggle to do it a little bit more on social media. I definitely do it in my containers with my clients, right? That is a very safe place for me to show up and be vulnerable, but I'm also holding space for them to be more vulnerable, right? In relationship, in intimate relationships, I am not the best at being vulnerable. Do you notice I have to say that like quietly? Like, I'm not very good at it. I don't like admitting it. I don't like admitting it because I'm a therapist, right? I should be so good at these things. This should just be like the thing I do. I'm awesome. No, no, therapists can suck at this stuff too. And I am at the top of the list. I will be vulnerable when it's too late. <laughs> That's like the best way for me to describe it. I will be vulnerable when I'm like, hey, so I really fucked up and I need your help now. And it's like the edge of the cliff. I'm falling. I've got one finger left. All it's going to take is a light breeze and I'm going to fall off the cliff. That's when I'm like, hey, save me. And that feels gross for everybody, right? That feels gross. I'm on the brink of a breakdown. I'm on the brink of losing it all and I need help. It's super shitty. It's something Mike has complained about for sure. Like I won't tell him that I'm struggling till the very end or I wouldn't ask for help until I was breaking down. And it was a component in the you know, disintegration of our marriage that I will take ownership for. I didn't say, hey, I'm exhausted. I'm taking care of these two kids. I'm running my own business. I am doing all the household stuff. Like I am wiped and I need help. I didn't say those things, right? I I communicated it in a little bit more of a passive way. And it was not great for him. He didn't know. He should have known. That's his growth. But he didn't. He didn't know. I looked like I had it all together. I looked like I was fine. I am the master, you all, at looking like I am just fine. Easy breezy. All is good. If any of you went on the retreat with me in Costa Rica, you'll understand this. I was good. Some of you will say the projectors. uh, Any of you know human design, you'll know what I'm talking about. The projectors called me out a little bit, but I looked like I was fine. Everything was good. And for the most part, it was. I had an amazing time on that retreat, but there were so many things I was navigating personally, professionally, logistically. Again, I had done this retreat all by myself instead of bringing a team member on. And I had to navigate that and hold space for everybody working through their own healing. And so this was so tough, but I looked like I was fine. I did. And because my ultra independent is like kind of a rock star, she did. She held it all together until I got home. I was by myself and then everything hit me, right? This is this is what I'm talking about, y'all. You might feel like you have it all together. You might feel like you've got it put together. You might feel like everything is fine until you actually take a deep breath. You actually look around 
you actually ask yourself, am I okay? Like like legitimately ask yourself, am I okay? And answer the question. And then you're like, oh no, I'm not okay. How do we know we're not okay? We're not eating. We're not peeing. We're not interested in sex. We're not paying attention to the little things. Have you ever kind of gone through your day and just like bumped into everything? Like bumped into everything, struggled to be able to get through the day without forgetting your keys, without forgetting your wallet, um, been late to your appointments. Any of you that have worked with me, you know I'm a little bit late or that my appointments run long. That's just like a thing. It's because I talk too much and I really enjoy my sessions. But it's also because I don't set myself up for success because I think I can do it all, because I'm convinced I'll be fine. And this is a problem. This is a really big issue that I I think we all have to stop doing. We have to stop pretending that we're okay. We're not okay. Most of us are not okay. Most of us need help, need assistance, need care, but we're unwilling to admit it. And then we get ourselves in these predicaments where we feel abandoned, we feel neglected, we feel betrayed because when we finally ask for help, nobody's there or they can't fix it. They can't help us because it's already too far gone. Like we're just too far down the deep end. And that's what I'm saying, y'all. Like this sets us up for failure every single time. We hate to ask for help because it's admitting that we need help in the first place. It's admitting that we can't do something on our own, that we need other people, that we need people that matter, that we need people that are going to keep us safe, that we need a sense of belonging. One of the things that I desire to do for all of you more than anything else is to teach you how to heal in community. I can do one-on therapy, one-on-one therapy every day, right? I can. I can do it with you. We can we can do the sessions, we can dig into your stuff and yes, that is part of the work. But the next part is doing it in community, doing it side by side with people because that is actually where you put it into action. That's where you work through things in real time. So my retreats, my immersions, my new offer, the inner circle where we're doing life side by side weekly in community, these are the things that actually teach us what we need to know. These are the things that actually awaken within us a desire to be different because we feel how valuable connection truly is. Relationships are a core piece of being human. And our shadow archetypes are always going to tell us that relationships are a threat to our survival because that's the trauma that they come from. Our earliest relationships and how they didn't meet the needs that we had, even though our caregivers tried their best, they didn't meet the needs the way they needed to. And so here we are in a place where we don't trust it anymore. And this is the healing we have to do. These are the pieces that we have to shift in order to fully have the relationships and the feeling of belonging that we all desire. I know you all want big love. Whether you're partnered up or not, I know you want it. I know you want to feel fulfilled by your friendships. I know you want to feel connected in community. This is how we get there. We actually have to face the part of ourselves that's afraid of it. We can't pretend that it's not there because it is there. The ultra-independent forever and always will be a piece of us that runs away from connection even when we need it the most. So let this be the last thing I say to you about this archetype. See it, recognize it, honor it, embrace it, and then let go of the ultra. Be independent, but do not do 
anything completely alone. Truly, we are meant to be in community. We've always been meant to be in community. It is the nexus of all the healing that you've been craving. I cannot wait to talk to you next week. I cannot wait to continue these conversations. I have so much to say. Next month, we're talking about the people pleaser. If you have people pleaser, please put your hands up. Yep, that's all of us. Everybody raise your hands, please. People pleasing, just as much as the ultra independent, is something we learned in our culture, in our society, as what we need to do and how we need to do it. So I cannot wait to see you next week. We will talk more about this. I have a few of my guests coming on finally in March as well. So I'm excited for you to meet them. And take a deep breath, y'all. You tuned in to a therapist podcast and you actually listened through the whole thing. (laughs) You're doing the work. You're here. You're in it. And even if this is the only thing you're doing, you're doing something. And I see you and I honor you and you are not alone. Until next week. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate every single second that you chose to set aside for you and the impact that you're going to have on the world today. To be inspired, to be seen, and to hold space starts with the very actions we take with ourselves. Look at the show notes for more information. Like and subscribe and share with friends if you feel inspired to. And as always, let the rest burn.